0: Welcome, everyone, to Sunday night, May 16th. Here we are on the West Coast. It's 4 o'clock here. We want to welcome you wherever you are watching throughout the world. And uh, right now, I especially want to uh, let everyone know that's over in the Mideast, what a week it's been. And uh, you've had a lot of prayers. We've been praying, watching Jerusalem, reminded of Psalm 122, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And uh, tonight, I promise to bring Don Perkins back because we, I want to talk about the millennial kingdom because we need some hope. But with that, listen, everyone, uh, we want to face the reality, too, of what's been going on over in Israel. Don, we've been yes. watching this this week. Amazing. It is Monday. You know, here in America, we woke up on, on Monday to the news of, of all these missiles that are flying into Jerusalem of all places. And we watch yes. the Temple Mount escalating. Unbelievable. Um, I don't want to spend all our time talking about that. But at the same time, this is this is real. And we're going to get to heaven and or the millennial kingdom in just a minute. But at the same
1: time, yeah. Don, what are your thoughts on this? Well, you know, uh when I first heard about it, I, I immediately went to the news uh some of the the, the news uh, outlets and uh they they nobody reporting on it which blew me away. I even, even went to Fox uh just to see if they would report it on it and I haven't seen nothing on Fox News. Uh you know, they've been talking about the uh pandemic and uh the border crisis, but I haven't seen nothing. I mean, this is on fire. Uh and and nobody's nobody's reporting on it. It's just amazing to me. Yeah.
0: Well, you, you're telling me on Monday that you turned on Fox News because you kept getting yeah. reports from friends Right. and colleagues are saying, "Hey, look what's going on in Israel." You said you turned on. They're talking about horse racing, and you
1: look right, horse God. racing, and, and the, the the scandal behind the horse racing, and so I'm saying, <laughs> what is going on here? Uh, you know, so I,
0: I'll I'll tell you this. I stopped mainstream media, mainstream American yes. media probably a year ago, just because it was too frustrating and we're never getting the whole story. I always felt, I don't care, to me anyways, it seems like no matter where I go, except for certain uh, TV hosts, maybe certain ones, it seems like for the most part, wherever you go, you're just getting this homogenized narrative. And it's almost a dumbed-down version. They don't want you to know the truth about what's really going on. Correct. So, I mean, here we are. We study the Bible. We've been looking at all the different things that have been taking place, especially over the last year and a half. Now we have this escalation between Iran. We've got it going with uh, China. We see things happening. We're watching things with Russia. We don't hear about it in mainstream media. We watch... Israel, and then specifically Jerusalem this last yes. week. And, yes. and Don, the, the good news is, and we're going to move off this because I think people need a break from all of these things. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. we're going to do here in just a minute because i yes. got a lot of great questions to ask you in an area where you are an expert. But with that, um, the prophecies
1: tell us that the whole world is going to be against against Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Yes. doesn't it? Yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Tom, Zechariah Uh, I was just looking at the verses Zechariah chapter 12 uh, verses two and three talks about Jerusalem becoming a a, a cup of trembling in the last days. And what's amazing about that is that we're witnessing this prophecy uh, come to pass before our very eyes. Uh, Not only that, this prophecy is by God's design. And what I mean by that is this, God says, I'm gonna read the verse here. This is uh, Zechariah 12 uh, verses two and three. I'm reading from the King James. He said, Behold, I will make. God says, I will make Jerusalem a cup of trembling unto all the people round about, when they shall be in siege both against Judah and against Jerusalem. Verse three says, and in that day he says, I will make Jerusalem a burdensome stone, uh, uh, for all, a burdensome stone. Uh, okay, for all people and all that burden themselves with it shall be cut in pieces. Uh, though all the people of the earth be gathered together against it. Now, what's amazing about this prophecy, Tom, and I keep reiterating that, is by God's design, the region is unstable because God said it would be in the last days. Uh, we mentioned, and I think this is a good preface going into the millennial kingdom because uh, Jerusalem will not experience the lasting peace until the Prince of Peace, Messiah, sits on that throne. Uh, you know, we we we've been watching uh, a lot of people, presidents, prime ministers. Uh, trying to stabilize that region and they can't do it. Uh, God would not allow a president, a prime minister or any leader outside of his son, Jesus Christ, to literally stabilize that region. So whenever we, these type of events that we have been witnessing this week happen, it, it lets us know that, man, we are truly in the end times. And, you know, uh, Man, I, uh, it's exciting, yeah. Tom, let me say it yeah. that
0: way. It is exciting because we know what it all points to. And ultimately, Amen. I think what we forget sometimes, even when we study Bible prophecy and we look at Israel, yes. I felt like Israel has been isolated for the almost last year and a half now, almost yes. that long. Yes. And we're watching it and we're watching archeological finds. We're watching all things, kinds of things coming out of Israel. Right. And, and having no outside influence, nobody's able to travel there. Right, right. And then now we watch this, but it is a reminder, God wants the glory with Israel. Amen. He's, his, he's, he's being glorified in the archeological finds, the Dead Sea Scroll finds, the new ones that Randall Price has been heading uh, yes. up. And uh, as, so when we think of that, it gives us hope, because mm-hmm. there is the reminder, Jesus is coming, God wants the glory and and Jerusalem will live. The Jews will not be eliminated from this earth. They will not be eliminated from Jerusalem. In fact, what's the prophecy, the old Testament prophecy where God says, you'll never be uprooted again. I will plant you again in the homeland. You will never be uprooted again. No matter what is coming against Israel, it'll never happen again.
1: Not on that Tom, Jeremiah uh, prophecy, God prophesied that uh, he literally tied the nation of Israel uh, to the universe. And he said that, uh, if you can, if you can stop the ordinances of the sun and the moon, uh, from rising and setting, then he would do away with Israel. Now I woke up this morning and, and the sun rose up with me. So therefore the nation of Israel is going to be here. Not only that, but he also did another prophecy where God says that the latter day restoration of the Jew to the land would be a greater prophecy than when God, uh Uh, uh, when he did the Red Sea, when he parted the Red Sea. Now, you know, that was a phenomenal miracle of God when he parted the Red Sea and Israelis went to safety. But God says this latter day restoration of the Jewish people to that land, God said this would be a greater miracle than that one. And and what he's doing, all these Jews back, the Aliyah, they're coming back to the region. And again, this is by God's design. God is populating that land, I believe for the time of tribulation. I also believe that that he's populating that land. He's bringing all 12 tribes back into the land. And what's going to happen, you know, uh, uh, when it when since the 12 tribes are there, uh, uh, there will be a revival during the time of tribulation where you will have one hundred and forty four thousand twelve thousand of each of the 12 tribes of Israel who will be born again inside the the nation of Israel. But, you know, they have to be in the land in order for the 12 tribes to be uh, born again. I think God is setting that up as well. So we are living In some amazing times as prophecy is being uh, prepared and and prophecy is being set up uh, for the future events that that are coming. But uh, beyond the tribulation, the millennial kingdom is going to be an awesome time uh, that Jesus Christ will only get the glory for uh, as he stabilized the region, but not only Israel, the entire world. Amen. Amen. Uh,
0: listen, I have a feeling we're going to be talking about some of the events of the week a little bit more in our, in yes. our time here tonight. But yes. for everybody watching, listen, this morning I had an opportunity to interview David Tao at, uh, at my home church. So if you, if you can uh, on hope for our times on YouTube. I believe it's posted there. If it's not, it will be posted there. But I believe you can find it. And that was just today, May 16th in the morning. Um, uh, Don, l- let me let me continue with these thoughts. You know, I'm looking at Israel, never going to be uprooted. Everything you yes. said, prophecy of Jeremiah tied into the whole, all of the cosmos and everything. It's, it's not going to yes. be eliminated. No. Uh, the, the, the mantra that you hear from Hamas, from Hezbollah, from Iran, the leaders of Iran. There's a lot of good people in in Iran that are turning to the Lord. It's amazing to see that happening, but they've got some bad leaders. The West Bank has some bad leaders in Hamas. So that's what the problem is. They live in a a rough neighborhood, but their mantra is (laughs) from the river to the sea, uh, Palestine will be free is what they're saying. Yeah. We have Ilan Omar here in the United States. We have uh, Rashida Tlaib. They're, mm-hmm. they're repeating these things because they're yes. also anti Israel. That's and, right. And it, literally, their mantra means the Jews are going to be, there's, Jews are not going to be living in the land. And that's what the devil wants. The devil wants to eliminate the Jews from this planet. I believe, Tom, because Jesus said he is coming back and the yes. Jews will worship him and they yes. will worship him in Jerusalem. And that's the spiritual reason why all this is happening. You see, that? well, you know,
1: Tom, you know, Tom, I, I really laugh mm-hmm. at some of these people because they don't understand the Bible. They don't understand God. I mean, God is in heaven laughing at them as well uh, when they make those kind of claims about getting rid of Israel. I mean, uh, to make those statements that Israel, you know, is going to be pushed into the Mediterranean Sea uh, is to totally Come against what God says in his word. One thing we know for sure, the word of God has has stood the test of time uh, and history, and it will also stand uh, going forward as well. Uh, I made a statement many times that we can trust the Bible because of the track record of prophecies. And again, we are seeing so many prophecies that are coming to pass that people, you know, it, it's foolish to say what they are saying because they they don't they don't understand, uh, but they will see the sovereign hand of God move uh, toward the nation of Israel. And uh, again, it's going to be it's going to be a rough ride for a lot of those guys. Well, so, yeah, yes, it is.
0: I, I like how you <laughs> said that the sovereign hand of the Lord uh, toward Israel and, and His hand yes. is on Israel. Um, no doubt, is, is Zechariah chapter 12. Uh, after the passage where all the world turns against Jerusalem, Jerusalem is yes. a stumbling stone, a, trem- uh, a cup of trembling, I believe it's verse 10 where the Bible says, and they will look upon him whom they pierced yes. and mourn for him as one who mourns for their own son. That's when Israel as a whole turns to the Lord at the end
1: of the tribulation when that's fulfilled there, isn't that? Yes, yes. Uh Israel will will come to Christ. We know that based on scripture. Uh it's going to start during the time uh, of tribulation with the 144,000. You know, many scholars call the 144,000 uh God's Jewish evangelists. And I really believe that as well that God's going to use them. Uh but not on that uh these, this 144,000 Jewish um uh evangelistic core, if you want to call it, Uh, they will have the seal of God in their forehead. And therefore, none of the judgments of the tribulation will be able to fall on them. And I really believe as a result of that, God's going to use them mightily uh, to go after their Jewish brothers. And, uh, you know, they're going to reach a lot of Jewish people. Not only that, but even after uh, Antichrist desecrate the Jewish altars, uh, the the Israelis going to realize, wait a minute, this is not the Messiah who we were looking for and I really believe that many will come to Christ as a result of that as well. Uh, so, you know, God's going to allow and orchestrate events, even during the tribulation, uh, that will cause that veil that Paul talked about, that veil that's covering the eyes of Israel. Uh, I believe as Israel go through that season of tribulation, the veil will be lifted and then they will cry out for Messiah. And when they cry for Messiah, uh, Tom This is what I believe is going to cause the second coming of Christ. Because see, when Jesus comes back in the second coming, he's coming back with purpose. He's coming back to physically deliver the land of Israel. Uh, That's one reason why he's coming back to a geographical location. He's not coming back to the United States. He's not coming to Russia. He's not coming to Hawaii. He's coming back to the land of Israel exclusively, I believe, again, to deliver the nation of Israel and then set up his government. So, you know, it's amazing What the scripture says in front of. Oh, yes, indeed.
0: The city of God, the the apple of his eye, he he calls Jerusalem Zion. Uh, We live in remarkable days. There's two witnesses, the Bible tells us, Revelation chapter 11. They're going to be proclaiming the gospel truth in Jerusalem. So, as we look at it, it's no surprise, I guess, that this past week, that everything's gone, uh, apart from mainstream media in America, the rest of the world's attention is really going towards not just Israel as a whole, but now even the city of Jerusalem Yes, and yes. looking at it and going, wow, Jerusalem is the bullseye. Okay. So we're going to, we've, we've gone through the tribulation period. Let, let me shift gears here. Cause I think All right. people probably would like that <laughs> um, gone through the tribulation period and, and we're at the end, the Jews are crying out and it's through the difficulty that is already beginning but it yes. will continue in tribulation that causes them to turn to the Lord because they realize He's sovereign. He is their Lord. He is their only hope. They yes. cry out, He's coming. He comes yes. out of the sky. Every yes. eye will see Him and He's coming down to earth and He's going to rule and reign from Jerusalem. And yes. then, and then uh, we talked last time at the, um, and I also taught on it, by the way, last Sunday night, dawn on okay. uh, Daniel chapter 12, the uh, the different Variations, the 1,290 days, and 1,335 days. I yes. went with your belief. That's what I taught on. You got a time of cleanup. <laughs> you got a time of judgment of the sheep and goat nations. And then after that, the tribulation, or the, excuse me, millennial kingdom officially has its beginning. Yes. And that's at the time where, remind me again, the world's going to be required to come to the
1: feast days that are in Jerusalem, is correct? That, that, all, that is the correct. world will be required to. That's right, and uh, all the world will be required to come uh, to worship the Lamb. Now, what's amazing about that particular prophecy, Tom, is that uh, some nations, even though the even though Christ is going to sit on the throne, they will not come uh, uh, to. To Jerusalem. And the scripture says that in Zechariah's prophecy, God, the Bible said that God would not allow rain. I mean, Jesus would not allow rain to fall upon their lands. But mankind in the world will will be required to come and worship, worship Christ. And from all over the world, mankind will will come to worship him. Now, uh, I'm going to see if I can pull. I want to pull up a beautiful picture uh, if I can find it here, right quick. Uh, But uh, this is going to be an amazing event. Uh, that's going to transpire, you know, in this millennial kingdom uh, when Christ come back. I'm going to pull it up here. I got a, I got a message. It's called uh, when believers, uh, what will believers be doing in the millennium? Uh, I just want to show you this picture. Let your audience see that. I love this picture, Tom. Uh, what believers will be doing during the millennium. But I love this picture because this picture, uh, it shows everybody, people coming to worship uh, Messiah. Uh, Jesus is going to rule and he's going to reign and the nations of the world will be required to come and worship him. Uh, 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 You know, it's going to be an exciting time and men from all over the world, they're going to come and and they're going to worship, worship Messiah. I mean, this will be a fulfillment of Zechariah's prophecy, uh, not not Zechariah's prophecy, but Isaiah's prophecy, Isaiah uh, 9, 6, where Jesus will sit on the throne. Uh, He will literally rule the world. Now, we know based on scripture, he's going to rule with a rod of iron during that time. Uh, But but he he's going to rule it. It will be a theocratic government where Christ is going to rule the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, Peace will go throughout the entire world, uh, even though some nations won't uh, won't come to worship him at at that time. Uh, But I believe that's going to be further into the millennium. I think Uh, I believe at the onset of the millennium, once Christ sets up, I mean, things are going to flow smoothly. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the sin nature is still there.
0: But we're reigning as priests with him, correct? Co- correct. Correct. That, that's uh, us who are believers now. That's right. We'll be reigning as uh, believers with him. And, yes. Uh, okay. I'm going to ask you some more questions in just a second, but I got to ask Gabe something. Gabe's in okay. the studio with me. Gabe, when Don pulled up that last picture, did people see what I see with me on it? Okay. They didn't see that. Okay. Thank you very much. I wanted to make sure that everybody saw what they're supposed to see on that last screen. Okay. Don, excellent. So good for you. Good for everybody watching. Thank you for your patience with me, everybody watching. Okay. Excellent. Now, so I, I love the title of that. What will, yeah. what will we be doing during the millennial kingdom? We're going to be worshiping the Lord. We're going to go yes. to Jerusalem. So yes. I look at this week right now, I, you look at Jerusalem, you know, I love doing tours there. I miss Jerusalem. In fact, I miss it too. In fact, Don, this past week I was working on putting together some things for the next tour I have planned for Jerusalem in Israel. I was thinking, but I'm looking at things going, I don't know. We might not be able to go until yeah. Jesus comes back. But that will be awesome. Can you imagine, Don, we're going to be coming. I'm going to be riding a horse. I think I'm going to be riding right <laughs> next to you. Your horse is Newey. I'm going to name my horse someday. Yes, sir. But we're going to be coming down <laughs> and then into Jerusalem. And yes. imagine... Being in Jerusalem, having a, Jesus, and, and I mean, I think it's it's awesome there all the times I've ever been. Uh, but It's going to be Jesus triumphant, there, man. We're going to come <laughs> back with wow. Christ, man, with the Savior. It's going to be exciting, wow. Tom. I mean, that is, that is, I mean, it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it. And you, do you realize we are so close, Don? Yes. That if the rapture were to happen this week, we could be coming back seven, eight years from now.
1: Yes, we really could. when
0: the tribulation actually begins, Daniel's covenant. We can yes. Be, I mean, do you realize we are, we are that close to being? I believe that. That is just wild to think about it. I mean, you know, it, it just, I, I love this. Okay, another well. question. Satan is bound for a thousand years in the millennial yes. kingdom. That's what yes. the book of Revelation tells us. Yes. Uh, Antichrist and false prophet are thrown into the lake of fire, but Satan yes. is not. So why do you think Satan is bound for a thousand years and not thrown into
1: the lake of fire until the end of the millennial kingdom? Well, again, that's a great question, Tom, because when I first started studying prophecy, uh, Religion 20, when the Bible talks about Satan will be cast into the bottomless pit, God set a seal on him uh, for a season. Uh, one reason why God is binding the devil is because uh, he will not allow the tempter inside of the millennial kingdom. You know, uh, even though Christ will be there. uh, The glorified saints will be there, but you'll have natural believers there who will still be marrying and giving and childbearing and their children will still have the same nature. God's going to put mankind in a perfect environment without a tempter and uh, man will still sin even without the devil. In other words, they can't say in the millennium when they sin that the devil made me do it because the tempter won't be there. Uh, God's going to, uh, one, one colleague, uh, Dave Reagan called it, he said like like God is doing a laboratory uh, experiment and he's showing mankind, you know, unless you surrender your life to Christ, you cannot live a godly life. Uh, you cannot live for him. And, and uh, what's amazing is that in verse seven of Revelation 20, the Bible said that God will release Satan. Because when I when I first read that, I said, God, why are you releasing the devil back into the earth uh, once you bound him? And the scripture says that God's going to release him for the express purpose that his his deceptive influence will come back into the earth. So in essence, what God's going to do in the beginning of the tribulation, he's going to bind Satan at the beginning of, of the millennium. He'll be cast into the bottomless pit, and the scripture says he's bound, so he will not deceive the nations until he's released. So his deceptive influence will not be doing the millennial kingdom or doing the reign of Christ, but the sin nature will still be there because you have natural uh, believers that are born again who are still marrying and giving in, ch- uh, giving in childbearing. Their babies are still born in sin, and Christ hasn't dealt with that sin nature yet. Uh, that won't happen until at the end of the triple uh, end of the millennium. And what's going to happen at the end of the millennium, God's going to literally release Satan. And what's amazing about that prophecy, Tom, is that when Satan is released into the millennial kingdom, back into the earth, the Bible says the deception would be as the sands of the sea. So you will have billions of people born in the millennial kingdom uh, even though Christ is there, many people would not want to honor Christ. And as a result of that, it's going to be so bad. But uh, scholars look at it as, as God's last purging of the unredeemed. And then mankind uh, will be judged. Then God's going to expose the hearts of those that don't want to honor Christ during the millennial kingdom. Wow. That, Don, that's just really it's it's hard for me to even imagine this. So
0: we look at the millennial kingdom. Yes, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be awesome. Uh, You've mentioned before the Bible speaks of the area of Israel is going to be like the Garden of Eden. So you you start thinking there will be other other changes to the earth, which I want to ask you about also. But Mm -hmm. I look at this and Christ is ruling. There's peace and people are living for hundreds of years. And you you look at this and you think, yet there's going to be rebellion against Christ and all that's good. So with that... Uh, it shows us at the same time how deceitful and dark, unredeemed man's heart really is, even apart yes. from the devil. So you That's remember right. Flip Wilson? He was—he yes. said <laughs> the devil made me do it. This <laughs> right. is going to take away anybody's excuse. They've it got the perfect environment. Yes, they can't blame the devil for anything. Can't do and, it. it. And it's just—it's—I sh- it, think it exposes. Yes, just the real problem with sin nature, doesn't it?
1: Yes, it does. You know, it reminds me, think about this, uh, Tom, even when Jesus was here the first time, uh, the, the world witnessed uh, the miracle of Christ. Uh, this is one reason why uh, Jesus pronounced some some very harsh judgments on Capernaum and Tyre and Sidon, uh, because, you know, uh, well, not Tyre and uh, Sidon, uh, Capernaum. Uh, Capernaum saw miracles. They saw the miracles of Christ and they still rejected him. Uh, uh, Jesus, he said, he said, he said, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, if they would have saw the miracles that you saw, uh, they would have they would have turned, and those five cities would be existing today. Uh, God's going to have, have more mercy on Tyre and Sidon in the day of judgment, because they didn't see the miracles that that the people saw during Jesus' day. But think about it: during the millennial kingdom, Christ will be seated on the throne of his father David. Uh, his kingdom will fill the whole earth. But you still have the sin nature, and mankind, even with that sin nature, uh, he will prove true that with, without Christ ruling in his heart and life, he would turn against him. And this is what he's going to do. So this is one of the reasons why God has to allow Satan's deceptive influence to come back into the earth at the end of the millennium. And, and what's going to be so severe by the time is that those people that do that, uh, God is going to judge them. I mean, it's going to be a very, very rough judgment because uh, all of them will be damned. All of them will will uh, will face the white throne judgment. And again, uh, you know, God's gonna judge him for rejecting him. And think about how bad it's gonna to be, Tom. They will witness the kingdom of Christ. They will witness the peace of Christ, and they will still reject him. Yeah. Um, you know, wow. uh the passage, the passage is amazing. Uh can I read that passage, yes, Tom? Please do. Let me, please uh, do. I'm a I'm gonna pull into the screen. So if you want to show that, I'm gonna pull into the screen. Uh this is Revelation chapter, uh, chapter seven. Uh, and 20 verse seven, uh, the scripture read. And when a thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison and shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle. Listen at this. The number of whom is as the sand of the sea. Verse 20 says, and they went up and, and they went up on the the width of the earth encompassed the cap of the saints about the beloved city, and fire came down from God, uh from heaven, and devoured them. So these people are gonna form an alliance with the devil because his deceptive influence will come back into the, the millennial kingdom, and God's gonna use it like a purging agent. Uh, he's gonna separate the wicked uh as these people form an alliance with the devil. Uh, their hearts evidently; these people are not born again uh, during the millennium. They they are still unsaved people, and that deception of Satan will overwhelm them. But what's what's tragic, Thomas says, the numbers of the deception at the end of the millennium is as the sands of the sea.
0: it's hard to imagine because of the the Jesus is going to be here.
1: Yes, you know. And, yes.
0: Yet, as it was in his first coming, he'll come back again. It's going to create like this incredible environment. Jesus will actually be here and people, I mean, still are going to rebel. So with that, for our viewers who missed it last time, um, and maybe they missed my Daniel closing, uh, the book of Daniel message last Sunday. um, But in the time previously with both of us is Mm -hmm. the rapture takes place. So we who are believers caught up to meet the Lord in the air. We get our new bodies. Uh, we come back at the end of the tribulation period. Yes. But there are believers and non-believers alike who survived the tribulation period. Yes. So yes. they didn't get raptured because they don't become believers till after the rapture. They yes. survived the tribulation period. The yes. sheep and jo- goat judgment takes place. All the non-believers are judged at that point. Uh, mm-hmm. They're put away. So that is why the earth is full of believers You are procreating because they don't have their glorified bodies yet. That's right. So hence that's 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 happening. Okay. Now, here comes the question based on that. So (laughs) it's their children and children's children and children's children that are born in sin that have the choice to come to Christ. This is going to lead to a couple of questions. Uh, One of them is, when do those saints... Get their bodies. The ones who come to faith, in their new, their new bodies. Excuse me. When do they get it? Or do now, are, are, you,
1: are, you, are you talking to those in the millennial kingdom?
0: Yes, the millennial kingdom okay. that did not get their new bodies at the rapture
1: because they didn't get saved until after the rapture. Well, so, the, there's really no scripture time. And I've been looking okay. at this uh, for a while. It, it, it appears that they won't ever receive a glorified body. Uh, now, I believe and teach based on the scripture that uh, these uh, millennial believers who are born again, uh, they will be allowed to go into the new world. And then the scripture says that the that the leaves of the tree of life is for the healing of the nation. This is when I believe that those people will experience a full uh, uh, eternal life experience. The Bible said that they will be healed. The healing, uh, the leaves of the tree of life is for the healing of the nation. Now, now, the reason why I hold that view and I, I hold it very strong, Tom, because. Uh, We know that when Adam and Eve sinned in the very beginning, Mm. uh, what did God do? God blocked them from eating of the tree of life after they ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. God would not allow them to eat in sin in in that sinful state. But now after Christ has come into the earth, redeemed mankind, mankind has received Christ. These people in the millennium, they received Christ. This will qualify them because they're born again now, not on their own merits, but they're born again and justified because what Christ has done, they will be allowed to eat of the tree of life. The very tree that Adam and Eve could not eat of in the sinful state. These people are no longer in a sinful state because they're born again. They will eat of the tree of life. Now, most scholars believe, and I also hold this view, Tom, that they will have a natural body forever uh, the way Adam and Eve had in the beginning. Uh, some even believe that those believers will procreate because think about it. This was always God's will for mankind to procreate. Uh, the only people that would not participate in that would be the glorified the Scriptures are clear on that. Uh, the children of the resurrection, uh, we will not uh, partake in marriage ever again, but these natural believers from the millennium, I believe on into the eternal state will uh, again, you know, it, it's, it, it, yeah. it, it, it leans that way. It leans that way. Yeah. That's what, that's what I, I believe. So uh, but, but, you know, uh, uh, you know, some, some scholars have a problem with that, but I mean, uh, we know the glorified won't need healing because we, we've been glorified. We, uh, our bodies are like Christ at that time. Uh, the scripture says we shall, uh, uh, we shall be like him at his appearing. Uh, the scripture says that he shall change. Uh, Philippians three twenty said that he would change this vile body and uh, he will fashion it like unto his glorious body. So, the glorified saints will be just like Christ. Uh, we, we will no longer have a sin nature in us. Uh, that's one reason why I believe that during the millennial kingdom of Christ is gonna use us to help govern, govern the world at that time because we are like him. Uh, we no longer have the sin nature. Mankind cannot influence us because uh, we don't have a tempter in us anymore. Uh, but these natural believers coming out of the millennium uh, that are born again, that's the key. They gotta be born again in order to uh, qualify to eat of the tree of life. But the scripture says, Tom, that the nations I mean, the leaves of the trees are for the nations, the healing of the nations. What nation is it talking about? It has to be the millennial people coming out of uh, out of the millennium. Well, in nations, it's a, a, I think
0: that the Greek term is there is ethnos.
1: Yes. Uh, OK, yes.
0: So that would mean people group. So it would be that yes. people group then. OK, correct. Can I re- you mind if I read this passage? Yes, yes, okay. go ahead. So, in this, what Don is referring to is Revelation 22, where John writes and says, And he showed me a, riv- a pure river of water of life clears crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. And this is the new heaven, correct? The new correct. heaven and the new Jerusalem. Correct. Um, in the middle of its street, and on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bore twelve fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. Mm-hmm. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. So yes. this is the context of the new heaven and the new earth. Yes, so that absolutely. does it launches us past past the millennial kingdom. So for people who are wondering, well, wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense. This needing this tree of life it, it, to be able to partake of it in in a for eternity, they might be thinking, well, the millennial kingdom makes sense, but the context is. The new heaven and new earth, that's after the millennial kingdom. Correct. When Correct. people have to eat of this. Also, okay, let me ask you this. Do you think this is the same tree that was in the Garden of
1: Eden and has been replanted? Absolutely. I do too. Absolutely. I've been
0: teaching that for years, so I'm glad you agreed with me because I would have had to change my position.
1: Well, in Genesis, after Adam's sin, no longer do you hear about the tree of life. I know I'm going to say it this way, Tom, that the tree of life, it went stealth. God hid it. He hid it from mankind because because man was in sin and God does not bring it back until after his son has redeemed the earth, redeemed mankind, uh, given a man a choice. And then when we step into the new world, does God bring the tree of life back? Not only that, Tom, Tom, but but even the church. I mean, we've been promised uh, the Bible said if we overcome, we shall we shall eat of the tree of life. The Bible said that we will have a right to the tree of life the very tree that adam and Eve were uh could not eat of in that sinful state we even in the church would be uh, allowed the bible said we'll have a right to the tree of life and again you know uh i've said many times in many of our meetings and conferences around the country uh you know that a new fruit pop out on the tree i'm gonna be there uh, the Bible says it's going to bear a different fruit every month. Every month, Brother Perkins will be at the tree. I, well, I love this thought
0: also. Yeah, I've taught <laughs> messages on heaven. In fact, I have a book on heaven coming out pretty soon. Okay. And, awesome. Um, but I look at this. There's, You have 12 fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month or in a yes. season. So you look at that and you think, well, on earth, we have four seasons. And so you mm-hmm. know what fruit's coming based upon the season. This yes. is, I and mean, this makes me wonder just because we can't think outside of the world that we live in. We we can't fathom colors that don't exist. We can't fathom, right.
1: how do we fathom, are there 12 seasons? I don't know, I'm just throwing that out Well, there. you know, Tom, I mean, I, I'll say this brother, we cannot, um, the Bible says it has not entered to the heart of man, the things that God have prepared. Listen, I believe, Tom, when we step into that eternal world, God's going to blow our mind. Now, I'm like you. I travel all over the world. And, Tom, we're in a contaminated world right now. But you know something? Even in a contaminated world right now, a world that is thorn-infested with sin, man, I see some beautiful creations of God. I've seen waterfalls. I've seen, man, I said, man, it's just, uh, I I went to Hawaii. And, Tom, uh, we went to the northern shore. Man, I saw I saw a sunset like I've never seen in my life. And I'm saying, wow, God, and we're part of a corrupt world. Can you imagine what it's going to look like when we step into the eternal world that God uh, has been prepared? I mean, I mean, I mean, that God's going to renovate and prepare for the redeemed. Man, we cannot imagine. And then think about that new Jerusalem that's going to come out of heaven uh, up on the new earth. Uh, We're going to walk on streets of gold. It's it's 12 foundations of all manner, precious stone, uh, 12 gates of solid pearl, 12 gates of solid pearl. And and inside the inside this this uh, new Jerusalem will be the dwelling places of the redeemed man. Tom, um, you know, we cannot imagine. It gets you know? me excited.
0: I think people need to hear this right now with everything oh, yes, that's indeed. happening. And again, there's going to be a new Jerusalem too Yes. In, yes. In all of this. All right. Yes. Now I'm going to, we're going to shift focus on ancient Israel for about 15 seconds. Okay. Here it is. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, David, Daniel, Shadrach, mm-hmm. Meshach, Abednego, yes. Jeremiah, Isaiah. They died. They were believers. Yes. When do they resurrect when do they get
1: their new bodies okay now there's some debate about that tom because i'm now some whole and some of our colleagues hold this view uh they believe that 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 the patriarchs of old won't receive their glorified body until uh the uh, the last resurrection right before the millennium uh this is the resurrection uh of the tribulation saints now believe it or not i hold a different view on that i believe that they received that that body it could have happened at the resurrection of Christ because the Bible said the many graves of the saints were open. Remember that? Oh, yeah. um, I think it's Matthew uh, yeah. 27, 27. Uh, I believe that they could have received their glorified bodies then. Uh, now I'm really been dealing with this time because again, uh, I, I like for the scripture to, 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 to say certain things and, or even allude to certain things. And when you read Revelation 20, the, the Scripture to me is quite clear that those that would be resurrected, at that point are only those that died in the tribulation. So I believe the patriarchs of old, uh, uh, either they received their glorified body at the resurrection of Christ, or they may also be resurrected when the saints are resurrected. Uh, I I do believe that they will have glorified bodies just like we as well. Uh, We do know that they will, will, will rule during the millennium. I mean, David will be king in the millennium, we know that. Uh, so I personally believe that they could have received it at the resurrection of Christ, or they may also be resurrected with the church. Now, some people may have a different view on that, but, uh, in reference to them being resurrected at the end of the millennium, I really have a hard time on that one because, uh, the the scriptures are so clear as to who are resurrected there. I mean, when you read the text in Revelation 20, it is exclusive to those who were beheaded, who didn't receive the mark, who didn't worship Antichrist. John says, uh, I saw them who were beheaded. Now I see them seated on thrones. Uh, they didn't worship Antichrist. They didn't receive the mark uh, a mark of the beast. And now he said that they are, are risen and that they will reign with us a thousand years. So again, uh, you know, there's Amen. debate. There's debate among scholars
0: there. Yeah, there is debate amongst scholars. I wanted to hear your scholarly opinion. I value it <laughs> tremendously personally. I'm a student, Between you and me and now everybody watching this video, yours is, your view is the one that makes the most sense to me. I like to, I'm kind of critically minded, (laughs) so for, (laughs) uh, I I love it because I've looked at so many different views and I'm thinking, this doesn't make any sense. This yeah. doesn't make any
1: sense. It well, have- I've looked at it. I mean, many of them used uh, Daniel 12 two, where it says that, you know, the resurrection, those that sleep in the dust shall awake some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. Many of them hold that view as the resurrection view of the uh, of, of Israel. But again, I, I just can't see it. I mean, uh, even you have the two witnesses. Uh, these are these are two prophets of Israel, uh, you know, that be resurrected during the millennial kingdom. I mean, I mean, during yeah. during the tribulation, you know. So yeah. again, I just, I've been I've been I've been dealing with this as a student, Tom, and uh, well, it's just uh, you what, made a very I, good point. You made a very good point. Just with the two the the two
0: witnesses in Jerusalem, Revelation eleven, they get raised up into heaven. Yes. The the whole world sees this bodily resurrection. Resurrection. What kind of body did they get raised up in heaven with? Because Jesus still isn't coming back for three and a half more years. Earthly time.
1: That's
0: right. You have Elijah who was caught up into heaven. That's uh, right. Him and Enoch, the original raptures. So, you you know, how do you time that? I I,
1: I love that. I think that's great. And um, Don, I agree with you. Well, to God's glory. I mean, I'm a student like you, Tom, so I'm forever a student and, uh, uh, I'm, I'm no expert. I'm a student. So, uh, I'm open for understanding, uh, as well. And, uh, but I like when the scripture are clear, I mean, getting back to the other point, Tom, I think we mentioned one time before about, uh, during the millennium, uh, eating it and, and uh, who are we going to be with and, and, you know, uh, will we see the patriarchs in the millennium? And I believe the scriptures tell us that as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, I believe we're going to eat with Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. I mean, we're going to sit at the table and eat with them in the millennial kingdom going on into the eternal world. Uh, you know, I long for those type of events there uh, when we go you know, into the millennial kingdom. I mean, I think I mentioned before that I'm longing to spend time with Daniel, the prophet. Uh, I want to talk to Daniel. I want to talk to him about the visions when God gave him those visions and and how it really was. I want to talk to the three Hebrew boys. Uh, I want to talk to Father Abraham. You know, I I just want to I want to spend time with these patriarchs of old. You know, these are the fathers uh, of our faith, you know, and and the scriptures are clear that in the kingdom, we will actually sit with them. That's exciting to me. That's really exciting. Just
0: what you said to imagine that we'll be sitting down. With David, if you want yes. to, you get to go have lunch with David. I can imagine having a falafel. <laughs> well, I, I'm more into oh, shawarma yeah, than falafels, but but uh, in the yes. Millennial Kingdom, sitting down and having these conversations with David's mighty men, yes, uh, with, yes, with just who, whoever you read about in the Bible and think this is really, we're actually going. To see to be them with face them. to face,
1: yes, be able to yes. reach
0: out her hand and shake their hand and say, "Man, I read, I read about you. I learned about yes. you." Yes, yes. And
1: uh, y- well, you know, Tom, I, I guess for me, what, what gave me, uh, uh, I guess, a, a liking to that experience was when I first went to Israel. You know, I've been studying the uh, scriptures so much, and then when I first went to Israel for the first first time, and and I went to Jerusalem. I mean, you know, I remember when I came up. Uh, and we looked over the Kidron Valley and I saw Jerusalem. I mean, t- Tom, tears welled up inside of me because I'm now seeing Jerusalem for the first time. And I was so excited. And as we travel and we went to different places all over Israel, I said, I, I read that. I mean, I read that over here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I mean, the Bible came alive to me. And can you imagine how it's going to be when oh. we are literally with the patriarchs? Yeah. You know who the Bible history has told us about? man, it's going to be awesome.
0: Oh, uh, you know? I, I'm, I'm looking so forward to that day now more than ever before. Don, I'm thinking the last time I was able to go to Jerusalem was just before the lockdowns began. Pandemic, yes. And uh, just before that, and I remember we're coming up in our bus, coming up the, the road, you know the road you're talking about. Yes, yes, you come yes. Up and you see Jerusalem, and I've seen it countless times, and, oh my God. and I'm telling people on our bus, hey, wait till you see this, Yes. And then you play the Jerusalem song, you know, the one? Yes, (laughs) yes. And then the song's going and I started welling up with tears. And I've seen it so many times. But I think we're gonna be there with Jesus. I think of the people in Israel right now. Listen, there's Jews suffering, there's Palestinian suffering. Yes. Yes. And and in, in the Western world we tend to take sides. Uh, mm-hmm. The Jews are Palestinians. But over there, you find out, you know, so we watched this last week with the missiles mm-hmm. and all the just horrible things are happening. Hamas and just all the stuff going on. Yes. Um, you find out when you when you work when you, when you go and visit over there, you find mm-hmm. out the Jews and Palestinians for the most part they want to get along. They're working Correct. together in the hotels. They're working yes. together driving the taxis. They're working That's together right. virtually everywhere. And sure. as an American, you uh, unless you know them, you, you can't even tell the difference. You Correct. Know, you, they, you, pretty much, they're they're all looking the same, or yes. or or they have the same. I mean, they're they're Mid Eastern. Yes. And whatever color their skin is, you aren't real sure if they're Jew or if they're Palestinian. You Correct. Don't, you, you don't really know. And, Correct. And for the most part, the majority of them just want to get along. Yes. And I can't yes. wait. When Jesus comes back, that will be the ultimate fulfillment of Psalm 122, verse 6, pray for yes. the peace of Jerusalem. Yeshua is coming. And yes. there will be that. It'll be incredible. Okay. And, and you know what's
1: what's beautiful by that, Tom. You gonna have everybody too. You gonna have Palestinians, Jews, Gentiles. Yeah. You know uh, every race of people, every uh, every uh, ethnos uh, will literally receive Christ. Jesus died to save the world. Uh, he didn't die just to save Gentiles. No. He didn't die just to save Jews. He died to save humanity. And uh, what's going to happen when Christ come back, we're going to literally uh, experience the family of God, uh, Jew, Gentile, you know, black, white, red, yellow. It doesn't matter color. Humanity who received Christ was will, will spend time with him. And it's going to be an awesome, awesome time of uh, fellowship and uh, relationship. Uh, uh, that Christ purchased at Calvary for all of us. Amen. Every yeah. tribe, nation, tongue, and people, every single that's one right. of the Bible's clear.
0: It's interesting. Right. Uh, there's some Jews that think the salvation can never be for the Gentiles. And there's a lot of Gentiles in churches now that sure. think God is done with the Jew. Yeah, that's Th- these are both. These are both false teachings. Yes. Absolutely. And uh, I I love how you just clarified that. Okay. This is going to lead me to something else. And I never thought about it until I got this question one day, not too long ago. I just, I just thought, well, let me ask Don. And I think you've had this question before, several times you've had it, because I did mention it to you. So I've had that question before. Will there be Bibles in the millennial kingdom?
1: Great question, Tom. And I believe absolutely. Because the, the kingdom of God uh, will uh, will be expanded in reference to the gospel. I mean, you know, the, the prophecy that Jesus gave in, in the gospel about the gospel being preached and published in all of the world, that prophecy will extend into the millennium. Once the gospel reaches the entire world, then the end shall come, the Bible says. Now, we've seen the beginnings of that prophecy, you know, coming to pass where the gospel is going are all around the world. But it's going to really expand, I believe, during the time of the millennial kingdom. So absolutely, the gospel will be there uh, uh, during, during the millennial kingdom. Mankind will receive Christ. Uh, uh, I, I personally believe I'm going to be teaching in the millennium. I, I believe that, Tom. I believe that. that you know, I'm called to teach the gospel. And I believe that I'll I'll teach in the millennium. Uh, This is the calling that God has placed in my life, you know, and, you know, so the gospel will extend throughout the millennial kingdom, you know, even though Christ is here. And I mean, boy, with clarity, boy, can you imagine Tom, what it's going to be like, you know, where the gospel is open up to the full, you know, and, and, uh, but it's hard to, I'm going to throw this out
0: there since you're talking about teaching and you're getting excited about it. Okay, uh think of times you've gone to Israel, times I've gone to Israel, thinking of all the archaeological finds. Obviously, during the Millennial Kingdom, archaeology in Israel is gonna be off the charts. There's oh, yeah. gonna be Can you imagine the teaching opportunities and the things that are going to continue my, my, my. to be unveiled yes. and being able to go there for any listen, for anybody watching this, if you've been to Jerusalem, you're connecting with this because yes. you can imagine the things you've seen and what and the other things you're gonna see. Yes, But uh, I mean, sitting on, in some of these areas that haven't even been, haven't even been, haven't been discovered yet, but they're in the Bible and being able to just walk. And I I, I can't, I, I can't wait for that. And to think it literally could be. Depending on when the rapture takes place, we can be just a little over seven years away from yeah. this all beginning. And being with Jesus, the judgment of the sheep and goat nations, helping, being part of the work of Jesus to clean up the planet. Yes. Um, he can snap his fingers and
1: get it all done, but we're going to be part of that. Yes. It's, it's just and, remarkable. And, and thinking about it, Tom, even even that time, the millennium, we still have not entered the total perfection yet, because that won't happen yeah. until after the renovation. But I mentioned many times the millennial kingdom is a foretaste. It's a, it's a precursor to eternity. Uh, uh, uh the eternal world, God's going to give us a little foretaste of what, of what eternity in the, in the new world is going to look like, you know, uh, and to me, that's a, even a, a bigger miracle uh, in the millennium as, as he calls the lion to no longer desire flesh. The lion will eat straw like the ox. Uh, the the uh, uh, the uh, the wolf and the lamb will lie together. Now, people that are not born again in the millennium who are who are offspring, they're going to see that miracle and still reject Christ. That to me is just so amazing. Yeah. yeah. They're going to witness the miracle of, of Leo, the lion eating straw. And they're gonna they're gonna still reject Christ. Think about that, Tom.
0: Yeah, well, uh, and, and they'll be able to witness their own children playing with yes. the poisonous snake and that's and, right, and, and just ignore it. And yeah. I think of this Jesus when he is talking about. Uh, uh, he was approached. I can't remember the exact passage. Uh, and he had to say, listen, if someone raised from the dead, they still wouldn't believe. They have Abraham yes. and the prophets. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, was in, it was in the passage with um, the rich man of Lazarus. Uh, yeah, right. And you rich, look at uh, that and you think, they, if they would have seen a miracle, Jesus is saying way back then, if they saw the miracle, yeah. they still wouldn't believe that's gonna be happening everywhere all the time during the millennial yes. kingdom. And the evidence and, is
1: it's still a heart issue. Uh, and uh, and that's why he will allow the influence of Satan to come back at the end. As I said before, it's gonna be God's last purging agent. He's gonna even use the enemy to expose the hearts of men that don't wanna honor Christ. And, and believe me, when, when Satan's influence come back, they're gonna jump wholeheartedly on that. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm, I'm gonna to try to find a quote here uh, that that I received uh, from a colleague of ours. He actually gave a, a powerful quote uh, in reference to uh, to Satan's deception. And if I can find it here, I'm going to read it to you because it, it's so profound about these people being deceived. And uh, I thought I had it, but I don't see it, so I, I can't get to it. But man, it's a great quote. Well, uh, if you if you come up with it while we're talking, all right, let me know.
0: Uh, but I'll do that. Do you realize we've already been on for almost an hour? Unbelievable when you're having fun, time. So, okay. <laughs> and I have a list. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to just have you do me the, this fire off uh, question answer thing, because I got a lot of questions to ask you still. So okay. we're going to go through these rapid fire, I guess you would call them. All right. Okay. okay. All uh, right. This is going to be a little bit of a challenge, because um, uh, the first one is,
1: you ready? This is going to be a real mm-hmm. challenge. All right. What is the New Jerusalem? What is it? It's the city of God. It's the city that God's prepared. The city Jesus said, "I go to my Father's house." Uh, the Bible calls it the tabernacle of God. Revelation twenty-one. He said the tabernacle or the house of God would come down uh, from heaven upon the new earth. So this would be the place where our uh, dwelling places will be. But it's the literal city of God that's going to come up on the new earth. And that's Revelation chapter 21, 21 and 22, 22. 21, 22. Okay. Can you give us a brief description of it? Uh, The city will, it will be, uh, I believe, four square, 1500 miles wide uh, square. I mean, it's going to be a square city, a massive city. Uh, Again, uh, in the city, God will reside there. Uh, The Bible says in Revelation 21, there'll be uh, 12 foundations, Uh, Of all manner of precious stone, the 12 foundation will have the names of the 12 apostles in it, which I believe is key because that's the foundation. Uh, But also the 12 gates made of uh, pearl, each gate made of a a solid pearl, each gate will have the 12 tribes of Israel Uh, in the heart of that will be the tree of life. The river of of living water will flow from there. But what's amazing, Tom, in the New Jerusalem, God, the father will reside there and the lamb. Uh, The Bible says inside the city, there'll be no need of the son. Uh, no need of light because God will light the city. Now, I'm going to say one thing just since I'm talking about it. A lot of people have mistakenly believed that in the new world that there will be no need of the sun and moon. That's not true because those are eternal ordinances that God has established forever. The sun will rise uh, uh, forever and it go down forever. The moon will be forever. Uh, we we'll have winter and spring That's forever. Uh, but inside the new Jerusalem, there'll be no need of the, of the sun because God's glory will overwhelm the, overwhelms okay.
0: the, the light. So okay? where it says there'll be no need of the sun, it doesn't mean there won't be the Absolutely. rising of the sun. yeah. Because Those ordinances are eternal. Yeah. Those and are you do eternal. read about night and day also, yes, which correct, is interesting. Correct. Okay. Correct. So um, with this, uh, I, I just think it's incredible when I think of the new Jerusalem and I've read. You have this river and you have um, the tree of life, as you already mentioned, yet there's this Revelation 21 talks about the street of gold that's so pure, it's like transparent glass, no more tear, no more crying, uh, no more pain for the former things are gone, no mortuaries, no cancers, no fight, there's going to be no terrorism in the city of Jerusalem, Yes, none of this, and okay, I'm going to move on to something else, (laughs) what will people
1: look like what do you think i have my idea i'm curious to what you think well tom I believe we will look just like the way we look today, uh, except the glorified, you know, we'll be glorified. But I believe that we will we'll look the same way we do today. Now, Christ, he looked the same way he did, but he hid himself at different times uh, because he was glorified. But when they realized who he was, he was the same Jesus that they knew, uh, you know, before uh, uh, before the crucifixion. So I believe, Tom, that I would look just like me, except I'm glorified. God made me to be the unique me. Now, I'm a, I am an identical twin. Uh, Even though I'm an identical twin, there are differences between me and my brother. Uh, So I would be the unique uh, brother Perkins that I am today. Uh, And I believe when you see me, Tom, I believe you will know me uh, as you know me here. Uh, so I, I don't think that we're gonna we're gonna change our look. Uh, I believe it's gonna be better. I don't think we have blemishes and and all that because we have we have a glorified body. Wrinkles. Uh, I guess this big wrinkle uh, in the middle of my forehead. I hope it's well. Gone. Wrinkle wrinkles denote age, and, <laughs> and I believe that we'll have a, a, an ageless existence. Now some say. Uh, I've heard some guys say that he believed that everybody will be 30 years old. I said, well, give me a scripture on that. I mean, uh, yeah. we don't know that. I mean, uh, we don't know that, but we do know that mankind will live forever. You know, he'll never age in a sense of, of dying because age age is a sign of decay, which is a part of this world. Uh, we're going to enter exactly. a new world that's full of life. So I don't yeah. think we'll ever, we'll ever age anymore. Uh, I get this question all the time too. What about babies that have been aborted? Yeah. Uh, uh, will they be babies for eternity? No, I, I believe, I just believe it's God. God has it all worked out, Tom, but I believe a baby will grow to maturity uh, in the yeah. new world. That's how God designed it to be. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think we get so spooky and so weird sometimes with this uh, that we get, yeah. we get crazy. You know I what a, I mean? I have a friend, James,
0: I think, you know, James, and uh, my buddy James Cadiz, and, and he yes. said God is so full of mercy that he believes these moms that aborted their baby and came to faith in Christ, and it mm-hmm. feels so awful for it, or a or mom who's had a miscarriage, or they've had a yes. child that's died, that God in heaven is going to give them the privilege to raise their babies. And, and that would be I, wonderful. I, I mean, that's this. I, I, there's no scripture you can say that's <laughs> definitely going to happen, but when we think of the mercy of God, and then we think uh, I has not seen, ears not heard, nor is entered yes. into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for him. I think, wow, yes. just that is just amazing. Okay, I, I, I look. We've been talking a while, but this I'm having so much fun. I'm gonna have to bring <laughs> you back for round three. I don't know when because I got to work on some <laughs> other things for next week. Yeah. Uh, In fact, oh, wait, Don Stewart is going to be here next week, by the way. Awesome. Uh, Awesome. uh, So that's going to be fantastic. Um, And uh, I'm just going to have Don do the whole thing. And then also, don't forget, we have a prophecy conference coming up in June. I think it's sold out, but you can check it out at HopeForOurTimes.com. And make sure you go to HopeForOurTimes.com. Also, uh, we need people to start going there. That's where we're going to be posting all of our videos and all of my guests. I'll even have uh, many of Don uh, Perkins' videos. Videos will be on that website. We're about ready to make that happen, but you're gonna have to start going there to watch everything. Okay. Yes. Ready? Yes. I'm gonna have to close with this question. Kind of a weird question right. to close with. Okay. Is I like food. Do you like food? I I, I love, love food, Tom. I love food. I love it. Okay. So I know my answer to this. I want to hear your answer. <laughs> food in food in heaven, what's it gonna be like?
1: I'm gonna I'll gonna be- the,
0: I'll tell you what, two things. Food yes. in the Millennial Kingdom. And will there be food in heaven?
1: And will we be, eat? Yes, I believe there'll be food in millennium, and I believe there'll be food in the new world. Okay, now. One reason why we know in the new world, because we eat of the tree of life, we will eat of that tree. Okay. so We going to eat is, of it, so that's food.
0: Okay, who's the, Okay, but the, the tree of life is
1: being eaten by the… Um, nations? The nations. But, but but that's the leaves. The scripture said the leaves of that tree so of life fruit. is that's for the right. nation. You're talking about the but fruit the,
0: of that. Okay. Fruit so with that for all of us. Do you yes. think there will be something other than fruit to eat? Because, you know. Could be. I don't know, Tom. I <laughs> okay. mean,
1: it's conjecture. I have a theory. Uh, but it, it could be. I have I a mean, theory.
0: I, I believe. I, I personally believe <laughs> food will be kosher in heaven. And sure. in the millennial kingdom. I, I do believe. I don't think there's going to be pigs. And there's a reason why God has kosher fruit. I might be wrong on that. I yes. don't think there'll be a slaughter of animals in the new heaven. No. A millennial kingdom, that. we know things are going to work out a little bit different because of sacrifices sure. and there's fishing going on at the Dead Sea. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I think of this in the new heaven and I think, okay, there's going to be no, you're not going to be killing animals in the new heaven. Right. So I, I, I have this theory that we'll probably be vegetarians, but enjoy it. For those of yeah, us I believe that. that are I like me, believe that aren't necessarily enjoying a vegetarian diet all the time, right? I believe though, I, I like ribeye steak. Yes, I like. I I can imagine <laughs> a ribeye steak tree where you go <laughs> and you instead of going to the butcher shop, you pluck off your ribeye off the tree. I want <laughs> that one today.
1: But, I mean, well, Tom, no I really to it. <laughs> I really hope God give you that tree, brother, because if, if he does, I'm going to be there with you, man. I was going to ask you, um, come over for dinner. <laughs> well, look, but see, I believe God. I mean, you got to realize, Tom, God has given us taste, the ability to taste. God created that. You know what I mean? Uh, a a ribeye, there's a certain flavor that you like, a certain texture. Uh, God is a creator. And, you know, I believe that we're going to see new things, uh, new new things that we ca- cannot even imagine, you know, uh, you know, I believe that if Adam and Eve would have never sinned in the beginning, we probably would have never uh, entered uh, the middle, uh and we would eat of the things that God required. And so I think we're going to see things that we probably never even experienced uh, uh, going into the new world. That would be, that would be satisfying. Now think about this. Uh, people say, well, the glorified do the glorified need to eat. what well, Jesus ate in his glorified body. He ate fish in his glorified body. Uh, we will be able to eat, uh, eat in this body uh in that glorified body that we will have too so food would be a part of our eternity it's by God's design you know uh you know it it is the it's the amen. way God made it in the beginning so i think we'll have it in the end as well amen i yeah. I, I love
0: that you just made me a very happy man and, hey, I'm uh, happy, Tom. I'm know, happy. I, I'm going to invite you over for dinner, too.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'll come over and have some ribeye okay. from the ribeye tree with you, I think you, Tom. I'll have to do that ribeye in case we're not raptured soon. <laughs> we'll have to do it before then. <laughs> That'd be Don, good. Thank That'd you good. very
0: much for uh, joining me tonight. And I know we look at everything going on in the world. We need hope. And uh, this has been very hopeful and encouraging time Amen. with you. I can't wait to have Amen. you back on. Looking Amen. forward to seeing you in June at our conference. It's going to be awesome. In Beach. And I know yes. I'm going to see it before then, also. But nevertheless, uh, we're we're out of time. Do you have uh,
1: any closing words for everybody? Watching? I just want to say to everybody: Listen, listen. Our future with God is going to be so beautiful. You know, Bible prophecy does not end in doom and gloom. A lot of people have thrown the babe out with the bathwater. The tribulation is going to be a rough time, but listen, the end of the story will be beautiful. For those that are born again, if you're not born again, I want to say, receive Christ today, uh, while there's breath in your lungs, and you will experience this wonderful eternity that God has in store for us. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Don. I totally blew it again. I forgot. No, no to, problem. Don't I worry forgot, about it.
0: No, I did. I forgot to give you, according to prophecy. I forgot my own things. Forgot yours even more. <laughs> no Gabe problem. Gabe even held up a sign for me to, <laughs> and, and I looked. And like, okay, I'll say it, and then I forgot. Yeah, Gabe, it's your fault. No You're supposed to hold up the sign for the entire hour. It's all your <laughs> fault, Gabe. I'm no so problem. sorry, Don. People no want problem. to get a hold of you. That's just a fantastic time. Then go to your website. You have all of these things and a lot yes. more on your website according yes. to the number two prophecy. prophecy.org.
1: .org. And we also have our new app. They can download our new app according to prophecy.org. I mean, according to prophecy app uh, app store, Google store, uh, you can find it. And we have product Listed there as well. I'm going to download that app. I want to check it out. Awesome, awesome. that's exciting.
0: Uh, please forgive awesome. me for that. Listen, next time no we problem. got to get your your DVDs up and these other things. No problem. Uh, please forgive me. Sorry about that, Don. Thank you so much for your time. And listen, everyone. May God bless you. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Amen. And until next week, again, Don Stewart's going to be next week. You're going to be super blessed. God bless. God bless. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast.